I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. At design.adp.com. 504 is drive time here on the Todd Bromwell Camp Show with Alex Kuhn. Drive time driven by Linder Tire and lindertire.com. Check them out online for special savings that you can only find on their website and then use those savings for a little extra cash in Grinnell, North Liberty, or Iowa City. Rob Howe of HawkeyeNation.com with us and some semblance of normalcy here. Normality, if Steve Anderson is listening. Steve, our fine sponsor for the Big Hour, brought to you by Hawkeye Title and Settlement in Iowa City. We'll wrap up. I guess this is it for the Big Hour, because I don't think there's going to be much spring football to discuss moving forward. Now, they have not officially, as we wait to hear from Ryan Creener, Rob, right? Um, They've not officially put the dagger in spring football, but there's no way we have spring football this year, right? They've, they've it, pushed back the the it's start. So hard to know. The Big Ten is, has pushed it at least till April sixth. Okay, and Iowa was supposed to start 25th. the twenty fifth of March. So it's basically the following week. So it's in a. We'll say spring football is in a holding pattern right now. But man, I just they could also push it back into May. I mean, conceivably, but we just don't know. And it's I, just too hard to know. I right did now. also see. Uh, so much stuff going on that you don't get a chance to to get to everything when everything is fluid. The NCAA also had to address the recruiting calendar mm-hmm. now, right? So they have made this a dead period because obviously travel is not advised. No face to face contact until April fifteenth at the earliest. Okay, so this is you and, know and even for those that don't know, May is the huge month for football recruiting. It's when the coaches go out uh, to high schools around the country and face-to-face recruiting, and then it shuts down again at the beginning of June. That's the old ca- that that's the normal calendar, quote unquote normal calendar. But we'll see what happens moving forward. When's the when's the last time you felt normal? Speaking of of the N word here, we again Ryan Creener going to be joining us here shortly, but I. That's an interesting thought. It just popped into my head because I don't know if I have an answer for that one. Yeah. When's the last day that felt normal? Yeah, this week has just been really a surreal, for lack of a better word. And I know that you, that word's been used a lot, but I think it is the it is the best word to describe what we're going through right now. And when I picked up Pat Hardy from All Hawkeyes at his house and he checked it to make sure his garage door was down multiple times. How, now, <laughs> for people who don't know, Pat 
is a little bit of a germaphobe. So I yes. imagine that when there's a pandemic <laughs> underway, that Pat's probably not taking this too well. He had, he had a little bit of a, a moment after we stopped in Galesburg at one of the convenience stores and the lady was touching too much <laughs> of his stuff. But, but I can, I'm, I, so I, 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 you know what? I shouldn't laugh. I shouldn't but laugh. We, we worked through that and, um, Pat's a good friend for a long time and I appreciate that he was with me on this trip. But when I picked him up on Wednesday, I said, man, I don't know if we're ever going to, I don't know if we're going to see basketball. And we left around two o'clock Iowa time on Tuesday and got down there. And then as you guys know, we woke up the next day and you know, that was after the NBA had, had shut things down and we're wondering if we're going to go to the arena or not. And it's just, it was just, it's really b- was bizarre. So you guys never even made it out of the hotel room. You never set foot in Banker's Life Fieldhouse. No, and I tweeted yesterday morning, Thursday morning, that uh, I, I just, I felt uneasy about going over there. And, of course, the people that think it's the common cold were like, eh, suck it up, you wuss, Schmuck. all that other stuff. I'd change jobs with you in a second. I wasn't saying I wasn't going to do my job. I was just saying that I was uneasy about it because of the unknown. And then, obviously, how how things transpired the rest of the morning, I did not have to go over there because they canceled it. What was it, about 20 minutes before the first game? I, the Rutgers and Michigan players had just taken the floor for warm-ups. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so... Assume, when they cut to a very so, confused Dave Revson in the studio in Chicago with the breaking news. And I thought John Beeline and Tim Miles just did it. They knocked it out of the park. Great job. job with that and just taking people inside of what the emotions and the feelings may have been like. Now, were you waiting for it that night before for something like a, an announcement after you saw the Rudy Gobert incident and then you saw the, the Fred Hoiberg, the Hoiberg incident? thing was like, okay, now this is happening in the city that we're in. Right. So what kind of impact is this going to have? The Gobert thing was one. Th- I, once I saw the NBA thing, I was like, man, if the, a league of this magnitude is not playing in the arena where we're going to tomorrow, Banker's Life, the Pacers aren't playing in there for the time being. I mean, you're just trying to figure out how can college continue playing in that arena. The Hoiberg thing felt like watching a, a horror movie yes, to it me. Did. I mean, that was like we're watching this play out, and I was optimistic that it wasn't a heart issue, as as a lot of people know. Coach Hoiberg has had heart issues in the past, and it did turn out to not be related to that. He was diagnosed with influenza and cleared to coach, but the optics, the optics at that time, given everything that was going on in the world, it could not have been a worse look for Fred Hoiberg and the Big Ten, and you couple that. You know, there were people tweeting Wednesday night, did Fred Hoiberg just get the NCAA tournament canceled? And little did we know that less than 18 hours, 12 hours, whatever it was later, it wasn't necessarily him that got the, the tournament canceled, but we were definitely headed in that direction. I don't know if you guys kind of saw it unfold on that Thursday morning, but I, I, I came into the office and I'm sitting there and I see the American Athletic Conference cancel their tournament. And that's when I knew I was not playing today. 
that's when everything sort of. I saw the same thing. And when, when I was waiting to see an update on the Big Ten, I saw that. And then it was pretty quick after that. The Big Ten jumped in, I think. They were the second one. Yeah. But then it was just a chain reaction from there. Well, we're going to go ahead and, and get to our guest here. We appreciate him taking the time to join us on KGYM. Ryan Creener, a member of the Iowa men's basketball team. And Ryan, Todd, and Alex, along with Rob Howe of HawkeyeNation.com. First off, thank you very much for agreeing to come on and chat with us. I imagine that this is still pretty raw for you, right? Yeah, no, it was uh, pretty shocking. Still kind of in denial. Uh, went and shot, shot today. It was uh, kind of emotional. Um, I don't know, still, still processing everything. Ryan, take us through uh, the the Thursday morning when you guys found out, and you're you're in Indianapolis. You're about to play in just a couple of hours, and the you probably Michigan and Rutgers took took the floor for warmups, and then and then finding out what what had happened. Yeah, no, um, you know this actually kind of started the night before. We were, uh, I think, almost every Big Ten team was on Twitter. I had talked to a few of the guys on the Minnesota team, and we were all just. Um, on Twitter shocked at everything that was happening. And um, we were just, you know, watching Twitter going back and forth. Uh, Cause at the time, uh, Hoiberg had gotten taken to the hospital to be evaluated. And so none of us knew what was going on. We all knew that uh, if Hoiberg had gotten tested positive for Corona, that it was probably not going to happen. And, uh, you know, we were all worried, you know, we wanted to play. It's kind of what we do. It's what we love to do. And, um, we uh, had a meeting with Barta and the coaches, and they said, "No, you, you can't think like that. All you have to, do, what you have to do is prepare yourself to go out there and play." And so, you know, it was tough, but we eventually everybody got to bed. We were ready to play. Woke up, you know, heard games were still on, and everyone got excited, and we were ready to go. And uh, right before we were about to start getting taped to head to the arena, um, you know, we get the call that we're not playing. It was uh, pretty crazy. And what kind of obviously it's disappointment, Ryan. But I mean, is ever is it just a sense of shock when that for, when you first get that news that it's over? Yeah, it's uh, really shocking. Like I said, I'm still kind of in denial that it's over. I kind of feel like we might have went and lost in the first round or something. That's just kind of how I feel. I feel like we should be having practice today, and we should be getting ready for the NCAA tournament. Um, it just uh, still doesn't feel real. Ryan Creener here with us on KGYM. So what was the timeline like between finding out that you guys weren't going to play Minnesota and then finding out the real heavy news that, that there would be no NCAA tournament? Um, yeah, uh, the timeline was we were, like I said, we were, we were getting ready to you know go play. We all thought we had a game to you know go win and, um, just all of a sudden we got called into our meeting room and they told us that the tournament's been canceled and uh, we were all very shocked at that and um, just kind of, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm still kind of at a loss for words. It's very surreal. Um, yeah, obviously a lot of us had our families there or our families were on their way there to come watch us, so that was a big bummer too because uh, we've had unreal family and fan support this whole year. And, um yeah, so they, they all got there, and we just were able to go have a meal with our parents, which was uh, nice. Uh, still would have rather been playing basketball, but uh, from the time that the news broke about the Big Tens, um, 
I think everybody kind of knew that the NCAAs is going to be next, uh, but we were all just kind of holding out hope. We, we've talked about this with with ourselves and pretty much everybody going through similar things right now with the uncertainty of 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 their jobs. We've talked about it with our job as as well with with not having sports going on for you. Is, is that sort of the thing right now? Of uh, will the NCAA allow some of the athletes to come back? How, how much is the un- uncertainty kind of kind of weighing on you? Uh, yeah, no, that it's it's definitely going to be. Uh, something to think about. Um, I know the NCAA just granted their uh, just granted their um, spring sport athletes the waiver, so I'm, I'm really happy for those guys. Baseball, all the track, all the other sports that you know compete in the spring that they're getting their uh, season back because they didn't really get to have the season like we did. Uh, we just skipped. We we're just missing our postseason. Um, but yeah, I know there's definitely some talk about how uh, you know there'd be a senior waiver or maybe you know for everybody. I, I just it's it's a lot to process right now. I mean, there's people a lot smarter than I am um, talking about this and how it's going to get fixed and stuff like that. So, you know, really all we can do is wait. Um, I think the people it affects the most are the people who are, um, you know, fringe NBA guys, guys who are going to go work out for the NBA and, you know, if they get some good feedback but they don't know if they have another year of eligibility, I think those are the people that's going to affect the most. Obviously, you would have to give this a lot of thought. And are you due to graduate in May? Yes, I do. Okay, so you you would be a graduate if the if the NCAA did allow the winter sports to have that extra year, the seniors have that extra year. Would that be something? I mean, can you even wrap your mind about coming back for another year of school, maybe graduate school, and then playing another basketball season at Iowa? Uh, yeah, it'd be it'd be pretty crazy. Um, throughout the year I've been in contact with some agents to go play overseas and I've been really excited about that. Um, been hearing a lot of really good things about that. And, um, that's kind of what I was, uh, thought was next. And, you know, I've said time and time again that I've been a lifelong Hawk, a big Hawk fan ever since I was a little kid. And, um, uh, you know, it's, it's been a dream come true to play here. And maybe, maybe I get lucky and have the opportunity and to, you know, live that dream for one more year. And, uh, at that point, if I if I am given a waiver uh, that I'd be allowed to, I think it'd be a really tough decision to you know come back or to you know sign an agent and try to go play overseas. I think anybody that was at Carver Hawkeye Arena for Senior Night saw on your face when you lifted the framed jersey and kind of showed it to all four corners of the arena. They could tell how much wearing that jersey meant to you. What's your earliest memory of wanting to grow up to, to play basketball at Iowa? Um, I think my earliest memory may have been like when I was about six year old, six years old, we got a basketball hoop on the driveway and um, it doesn't matter, you know, who was shooting hoops with me. Um, I was the Hawkeyes. Doesn't, <laughs> I was little, uh, it doesn't, doesn't matter, you know, who was shooting hoops, we were going to do something and I was the Hawkeyes. Um, I think I think that's probably my you know earliest memory about you know being a Hawk fan. What are the characteristics that are going to define this this year's team the most, in your opinion? Um, I think it's going to be our resilience and our toughness. Uh, you know, we've we've battled through a lot. Uh, Coach put out one of the hardest schedules that you know she's you know put out, and I think we really handled that really well, especially when you take in the facts that we lost. Um, 
TC, Bear, and Isaiah. And then on top of that, we lost uh, Jack and Jordan, uh, lost Macy to transfer. So, you know, we lost a lot, but we still – we were fortunate enough to have a deep team, and we were um, still you know, tough enough and resilient enough to, you know, keep fighting and uh, get the job done. There's been talk, Ryan, or, or some su- suggestions that – the NCAA should still put out a bracket just to allow teams to kind of know that they were in. Um, would that make things worse for you? I know this isn't an easy question to answer, but would it be worse seeing what you would have been? Um, no. For me, uh, it'd be a sense of closure. Okay. Um, I actually am 100% behind them putting out a bracket. I really think they should. I think um, uh, all the teams that, you know, we're in that tournament. They deserve to, you know, you know, celebrate that, celebrate their regular season um, or their postseason tournament. I think uh, all those seniors and other players, you know, you know, they deserve that. I think, um, I think that's something that should really be done. I'm all in favor for that. And uh, I was shooting hoops in Carver today uh, just because I didn't know what else to do, and I was looking up at the banners, and you know, I saw that 2019 banner. I was just thinking, man, I'd like, I wish there was a 2021 up there, and. Uh, yeah, so I, I hope they release it, and I hope we're able to, you know, you know, hang a 2020 banner, even if there's an asterisk or whatever. How has Ryan Creener changed over four years as a player? What, what, where'd you make your biggest strides, in your opinion? Um, I think my biggest strides on the court were definitely made um, just in my IQ and my uh, my ball skills on the perimeter. Um, you know, in high school, I didn't have to, you know, go outside a whole lot. I didn't have to, you know, handle the ball a lot. The ball was brought to me a lot. And um, so I think, you know, on the court, that was probably my biggest uh, improvements. I was able to handle the ball more, shoot shoot the ball with more consistency from outside, um, handle the ball, uh, you know, run some offense, stuff like that, stuff uh, that I probably wouldn't have been good at in high school. And then off the court, I just think I've, uh, became a lot better leader. Um, I, you know, I, I take a lot of pride in playing for University of Iowa, and uh, you know, I would, it didn't matter what was going on. I was going to try to you know help my team win in any way possible. How surreal was it, sort of, to play alongside Luca Garza and, and and watch him do what he did this year? Yeah, I, I don't know if I've even um, put that uh, you know all the way through my mind this year. You know how special of a season he really had. Yeah. He was our guy. He was our rock all season long, and uh, he got the job done night in and night out for us. I mean, you just look at the numbers and the best conference in America. You know that dude's the player of the year, no doubt in my mind. Um, yeah, I, I can't speak highly enough of him. He's just you know all class all the time, super hardworking. Uh, it's uh, I think that's something I'm going to look back on on my time here and think, wow, that guy was really special. I was just thinking, Ryan, if you did come back, you'd get another year with Jordan. Yeah, no, uh, we kind of joked about that on the flight home because we saw some stuff about it. We're like, oh, well, maybe we will get to have our senior night together. Um, if you senior night part two for me, though, uh, no, we, we definitely you know joked about it a little bit. We'll just see how things unfold. When did you come up with the idea of the dibs on the NCAA championship? And how, I mean, does, does is that solid now? Do you guys get, get that because you called it? Uh, I think it's definitely solid. It's, it's been on Wikipedia for over 24 hours. <laughs> I, think, I think it's pretty official. I don't care what uh, 
the teachers here at the university say if it's a reliable source or not. Um, no, I just I can't remember what we were doing, but we were just talking at like uh, you know our pregame, like I mean not a pregame meal. We were talking at dinner before we were about to go do walkthrough. I was like, oh, like yeah, we like we got dibs on this, uh, and I was just like, all right, like I'm just gonna put it out there and see what happens. <laughs> I didn't really expect it to blow up the way it did, but um, you know who, who knows? Maybe maybe we'll get a fake trophy out of here or something. Ryan, we appreciate you joining us here and taking the time, especially with the fact that everything is still very raw, and I think you can hear that in your voice. We wish you the absolute best and certainly wish things would have turned out differently for you. We would have liked to have seen you at least a couple more games in an Iowa uniform, but thanks a lot. Yeah, no, thanks for having me, guys. That's former Hawkeye Ryan Creener, big man, dreamed of playing basketball at Iowa and go back to... Seeing him with that jersey on senior night at Purdue, and Rob, you were you were there at Carver Hawkeye Arena, sort of like uh, the ring girls in a boxing match with the card <laughs> above, and he showed it, held it up over his head to all four corners of the arena, and you could just tell how much that jersey meant to him. And a, a role player, a, a very good role player for Fran McCaffrey over the course of his career. Not a superstar, not a guy that's going to go down as a legend by any stretch of the imagination, but the type of player that Iowa needs to be successful. A guy who knows his role and can contribute when he's on the floor. That's how I'm going to remember him. A a guy who had a tremendous amount of passion for the school, whose uniform that he wore, and a guy who for the most part when he was on the floor was doing what he was supposed to do. Just something different about the in-state kids. When they go yeah. through, when they dream of wearing the black and gold, they get to realize that dream and then the, complete that dream. And I think there's something really special about that. And for Ryan, he improved every year. He, did, I mean, and that's something he can always be proud of. He got better every season. Especially when you do the math on when he would have been cognizant of Iowa basketball. That's not exactly the the strongest era (laughs) for Iowa basketball. It's. It, I thought this year, especially at times, now that he he had his his ups and downs as, as everybody did, but I thought that this year especially he was he he embraced the role that he was put in, and I thought him and Connor McCaffrey were were sort of the glue guys that when you ask them to to play different roles and to be in different situations. They they sort of excelled at doing so. So I'm I'm gonna remember this year especially for him where he was finally getting consistent minutes. He was finally producing uh, in times in big situations for this team, especially when Luca Garza got into foul trouble, especially uh, when they needed a big shot. A lot of times he stepped up and and, and made it and and seemed to be a, a real leader for this team this year. He was a leader and he had the respect of the locker room. And those guys are you know, invaluable. I'm just, I'm trying to put myself into his shoes, the shoes of the team yesterday. He's still in shock. You can yeah, hear. You, yeah, yep. you could hear. And, and again, that's why I, I totally give him a tremendous amount of credit for saying, yeah, I'll come on and talk about this because it's, it's pretty emotional. I mean, it's up there. I would put it on, on par with losing a loved one as far as, I mean, this is their, their livelihood, their careers, and for those guys like Ryan who are seniors, like I said, 
you sometimes you know it's the end of the line. It's the last time you're going to wear that uniform, and to not at least have that knowledge that makes it hurt even more. Like you said, he, he said he got shots up at Carver today because he didn't know what else to do. I right? love the word you used, raw. It is. It's still raw. It's going to be raw for a while. And when you think about just the, there probably wasn't a whole lot of room to breathe yesterday between knowing that the Big Ten tournament was off to finding out that the NCAA tournament was off the table. I mean, these kids have to had to have just felt like it was one blow after another yesterday. Because it's different. I mean, as much as football players look forward to playing in bowl games, there's just something about basketball and March Madness, and that being that's the that's the icing on the cake when you can make it to the tournament. It was tough, sort of listening to the the way that he sounded there to me. Did you guys pick up on that as well? Well, he said after they found out about the Big Ten tournament, they had a feeling the NCAA was going to be canceled, but they were holding out hope. So you're in that period of time where there's still that chance that you might be able to play, and then boom, it's just taken from you. One of the texters thinks that's my worst take of all time, which I think is is a badge of which honor one? there, that, it would, that you can equate it to the feeling of losing a loved one. I'm not saying it's... Look, you're talking to somebody who just lost his dad last year. I'm not I'm not dumb enough to say that it's one of this, but the level of hurt there is on par with that. And I think it makes more sense probably for people who like Ryan walked in his shoes and, and played in the sport, but this is a guy that thought he had a couple more games in an Iowa uniform and in in a 24-hour period, his career is over. And the world, as he knows it, is completely changed and taken away from him, and it's not something that he could control. You can Maybe it's a bad take. I'll wear it. I don't think it's a bad take, and, I, and, I, and you have to put it in context. And Alex can speak to this, too, because he has a brother who recently played Division I athletics. This is a 12-month-a-year endeavor for these guys. They work out and and you know put time into their craft year round it's a 5 year window to play four seasons that's it and you can't get that back it's time you can't get time back you you can't and that's that's the point i the the, the 12 12 month a year thing is just what what you have to understand about this is these guys are around their teammates, their their strength coach, their coaches more than they are their around families. their own families. Yeah. And and it's not by it's not by a small margin either. It's it's a it's a grueling time of their life and it, all of it is put into getting to the NCAA tournament if you're a basketball player. In all his, of it. In his position, he's also now sort of like a marionette because he's getting yanked in a couple different in, in a different direction because the NCAA with the spring athletes eligibility, getting extra eligibility, you know there's going to be a push. I don't think it's going to be a successful one, but there's going to be a push for the wrestlers and the men's and women's basketball players, the seniors. Well, maybe they deserve another a, shot. That's what I wrote a column about And this today. is a this is a guy you heard him 
he kind of had a plan, a post-basketball plan in his mind. He was going to go most likely play in Europe and make some money. And now he's he's getting yanked and pulled in a couple different directions because what if that possibility is there? Come back and play with Bohannon again. To come back his and best play. Friend. So, yeah, it's pretty raw and emotional for these guys. I'm sorry that it. maybe I used a really bad metaphor for that, but again, you could hear the emotion in his voice. They and, play for March. I think they should have an opportunity to do that again if they want to. Another, if it's the schools have to play for pay for a year, and I know logistically you've got freshmen coming in, you'd have to expand rosters, scholarship things like that. Figure it out. Make sure that a guy like Spencer Lee, who could become the fifth wrestler in the history of the sport to be a four-time national championship national champion, has that opportunity. Right now, he doesn't. He's out of. He can only be a three-time national champion, and I know there have to be sacrifices. But if you can fix it, fix it. We've talked about the the spring interpretation that the NCAA's put forth. They basically have said that for one year, the scholarship limitations would they'd have to be off the table at that point. Who pays for the extra year? Things of that nature. What exactly are the requirements? These are obviously all things that are going to be under under discussion i think it's going to be a difficult sell for the winter athletes the wrestlers and the basketball players and, and gymnasts and and anybody else who's, who's trying to make the case for an extra year but it's, it's being a, discussed it's, though. nicole Auerbach from the athletic i don't know if you saw her tweet today she mentioned that they are discussing the winter the possibility of winter athletes i maybe do it in the summer it's an uphill climb i thought you know, there was also the story today, and I don't have the source in front of me, but it was a member of the NCAA selection committee, I believe, that said they explored a possibility of uh, like a 16-team truncated tournament mm. in Atlanta where to to try to have some some form of the tournament. Yeah, that was the that was their their idea prior to canceling it. So how do you think that would have gone over to only well, include 16 okay. teams? Okay, then obviously you look at a team like Iowa, 25th in the AP poll. They're they're most likely not, not making in. the cut. They're, they're, yeah, they're so, not in. And you heard, I, I did like hearing that Ryan wanted to see the bracket yeah. because he felt like it would bring him closure. I can imagine there's also some guys out there, maybe the answer would be no because they don't want to allow themselves... What happens if the bracket comes out and you see a, what would be perceived as a pretty good path to the Sweet 16 and beyond, where you liked you liked the match? I mean, I so I can see some players going, you know what, I just leave it to the dustbin of history. We don't want to see it. But Ryan says, release the bracket. Let everybody know that they were in, where they would have been. Yeah, I, I think do it for the record books. And, and, and know that, take it with a grain of salt, because... It's not. It's the bracket that would be released would look nothing like the bracket that would have played out, right? It would be completely different had everything played out. But yeah. do it for the record books, yeah. I and do it for the coaches' pocketbooks too. Give them the opportunity to, to <laughs> take in those bonuses. Do you still have Dick Vitale come on and complain about the kid, the teams that were left out. Is that all part of it too? <laughs> where he comes on and complains, hey, how could they leave this team out? 
Yeah. <laughs> that, that might be that a, li- part that might of be a little uh... we can we can do with that. We did have somebody suggest that next week for quote unquote content that you and I could have blind resumes and try to seed the bracket ourselves. That just sounds like Can't a disaster. Can't you just punch me in the face, please? <laughs> waiting to happen. <laughs> hey, let's go to the phone lines. 366-1600 before we take a break. DJ in Cedar Rapids. What's up, DJ? Yeah, I was just going, I know basketball is, you know, a much bigger sport, but I really feel for the wrestling team. You know, they were fav- they're favored to win the national championship, and then you think of guys like Spencer Lee, who could have taken a Olympic red shirt, but chose not to they really felt like they had a good chance to win and now uh they'll probably lose that national championship and with such a short window in wrestling you know he really could have suffered a being a four-time national champion as well you appreciate the phone call there i the olympics are up in the air too now so if he would have taken the olympic red shirt he may not have gotten anything out of this season so i he got a Big the, Ten championship. He did get a Big Ten championship. Iowa's number one in all the polls. In theory, if you had to recognize a, mm-hmm. a, a wrestling champion this year, I think they're pretty clear cut. Now, those guys, I know Tom Brands and those guys would have loved to have proved it on the mats. A at, at, Do you hang a banner? If Ryan talked about putting a banner up if they released the bracket. If there's a definitive declaration from somebody, if Win or yeah. somebody comes out and says, we are declaring Iowa the national champion, I guess you do. I, You know, who's number one in the AP poll right now for men's basketball? It's Kansas, Kansas, correct? right? Do we go back to the olden days, you know, in the 1950s, when the AP, who was number one in the AP poll, the final well, AP poll was yeah, let's declared give it to the Kansas champion. And then have it get vacated. Well, I was just going to say, we have now, that's months. a huge, <laughs> huge, huge can of worms there because Bill Self and the Jayhawks are, are still staring down the barrel of some NCAA issues. 537. We need to take a quick timeout. Uh, when we come back, Alex will get you a big board update and then we will continue to pick Rob's brain as far as. What the landscape is going to look like for Iowa moving forward with spring football, basketball, you know, baseball on tap. Very, very strange times that we're heading into at KGYM, Hawkeye Nation, and pretty much everybody who covers and consumes Hawkeye content moving forward. Back with more after this. Good sportsmanship matters during the game and in life. So Fairfax State Savings Bank and the gym are proud to shine the spotlight on KGYM's community MVP. Recognizing good sports around here and letting you know how to get in the game too. Celebrate 30 years of Broadway Maybes April 9th at the beautiful Theater Cedar Rapids. Come for a fun-filled evening of entertainment while supporting the programs of the Young Parents Network and helping families right here in eastern Iowa. Details at KGYMRadio.com. Click on Community MVP. Fairfax State Savings Bank has been serving your community for 95 years. We're the bank here, or wherever you need us to be, harvesting that first ear of corn with 500 acres to go, deciding on the perfect vacation spot. From your business to our office to the comfort of your home after a busy day, explore your options at Fairfax State Savings Bank. Get started with your personal or business lending today at thebankhere.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Every journey starts with a single step. 
On your retirement journey, make sure your first step is finding Medicare Supplement Insurance with Wellmark Blue Cross and Blue Shield. We want you to find answers to all your questions about Medicare. Go to wellmark.com slash Medicare today and get your free Medicare Matters Guide or find a local expert to talk to. Then, let the journey begin. Walmart must reside in the service area of the plan. Walmart Medicare Supplement Insurance plans are not connected with or endorsed by any government agency. When you create some of the world's best windows and doors, you won't let just anyone sell them. You want window and door experts. That's why Marvin Windows and Doors are only sold at local, trusted, independent dealers, not big box stores. Marvin never compromises on quality, offering unparalleled value, energy efficiency, and expert craftsmanship. At Alexander Lumber, they're proud to be a Marvin dealer. Visit Alexander Lumber, 4340 420th Street, or Answers by Alexander, 1534 South Gilbert Street, both in Iowa City. In the Army National Guard, family means everything. Our parents, they were really supportive that all five of us would join. I got my education because of the Guard. I got to travel a little bit and experience a whole different culture. It helped me get my job, it helped me pay for my house. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard instills pride that you and your family will share. Visit NationalGuard.com to learn more about part-time service. Sponsored by the Iowa Army National Guard. Aired by the Iowa Broadcasters Association and this station. Pie Day, a day to celebrate pie. Lots of pie. Tune into the gym all day tomorrow to win a free pie from the Oxyoke Inn, where every day is Pie Day. Just listen for the text in to win code to get entered. Free pie on Pie Day from the Oxyoke Inn, just 20 minutes from Cedar Rapids and Coralville in Amana. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. 540, we welcome you back in, literally and figuratively, the Todd Bromelkamp Show with Alex Kuhn now on all four. KGYM frequencies, 1600 AM, 1023 FM, 1063 FM in Iowa City, and the all-new Jim OT, 1075 FM, featuring some alternative programming, including Matt Peralt's Pushing the Odds, which will air noon to 3 from Las Vegas. He's been doing the show at the Palms Casino. He's now moving his show temporarily to his home in Las Vegas, and there are some stories developing about Las Vegas possibly shuttering its doors for a couple weeks with the coronavirus uh, wreaking havoc in the United States. So some developing stories that we'll certainly keep an eye on there. 319-366-1600. It is drive time driven by Linder Tire and lindertire.com, the 5 o'clock hour here on the Todd Bromelkamp Show with Alex Kuhn, Rob Howe of HawkeyeNation.com, sitting in with us during the big hour, brought to you by Hawkeye Title and Settlement. And big thank you to Steve Anderson for his sponsorship of the segment. And I, I guess what else is left to unpack at this point with regard to where we're at? We're sort of in a holding pattern with the, I guess there's a tiny thread of hope that spring football in some form takes place this year. But there's no pro day. Iowa's pushed its theoretical spring football start back to at least April 6th because that's the Big Ten 
decree here, but there's really not a whole lot to go on because Iowa hasn't done much of anything for spring football the last couple of years anyway, so it wouldn't necessarily be a huge loss. But I think for for people who are looking for something, give us something at this point because it's still going to be a couple weeks before baseball resumes. It's going to be a couple weeks before the NBA and the NHL resume. It would be nice to have something to focus on that wasn't maybe doom and gloom and and everything. And spring football could offer that respite. I'm just I'm not holding out hope. No, it's again we're just kind of in a in a holding pattern of unknowns here. Um, the experts on this virus think that we haven't gotten to the worst part yet, and I tend to agree with that, or at least listen to them because they know a heck of a lot more than I do. So I don't know. Is it the middle of April before? I think with spring football, though, and as important as it is, and, and as Alex and, and we talked about how this is a 12-month thing, you could even push it into maybe June or July and then have a break and then have camp, but just a lot of logistics you'd have to go through to make that happen. We just have to see how this thing runs its course, too. Yeah, summer workouts are so important for teams so if you push into june and july you're getting you're getting out of that heavy workout time where the june the the you're getting freshmen on campus uh for the first time in june getting ready for summer workouts so yeah i i just think that spring football is going to be canceled and and there it makes no sense logistically to have it and i i'm not holding out hope at all i'd be stunned if they had it before we get to our next big board update, if you missed that last commercial, we are giving listeners pie tomorrow. It is March fourteenth tomorrow. Three so least you could do. one four pie day. Get it? Our good friends at the Oxyoke Inn in the Amanas hooking you up with free pie tomorrow. Just keep listening to KGYM. You're gonna hear a text in to win code. And pie will be on the ox yoke in the Amanas. So that's coming up all day tomorrow, March 14th, 314, for National Pie Day. Alex, there's not a whole lot to put on the big board at this point, but we do have a final from Wells Fargo Arena in Des Moines, the Class 2A state championship game. How did North Lynn fare? North Lynn fell to uh, Boyden Hole, sixty-one or uh, yeah, sixty-one to forty-eight in the final of the two A. Excuse, I, I screwed this score up. Sixty-four fifty-one in the final of the two A state championship game. Uh, we mentioned some of the cancellations yesterday. The USHL, the NCAA men's and women's basketball tournament today, uh, golf, the PGA Tour. Major League Baseball, NHL, NFL on suspension right now, and a lot of uncertainty about the NFL draft. Minor League Baseball, the Cedar Rapids Colonels are going to delay the start of their season. And obviously the news today, as we've been discussing, uh, the Iowa football team has postponed their pro day, or excuse me, canceled their pro day. They will not have a pro day on March the 23rd. Rob Howe with us of HawkeyeNation.com. Where do you, now this is pointless right now, but... Where do you think Iowa would have ultimately landed on Sunday when the brackets were released? Six or seven seed. I think they were kind of in that area, but, you know, we would have seen round three of Minnesota and then perhaps round three of Illinois. So Iowa was in a position to um, in, improve its seeding, but uh, 
We'll never know. But the, we will find out. There still will be voting on National Player of the Year. So we still have a story with Luca Garza potentially being named at least one of these players of the year. What is there? The there's the Naismith, there's the Naismith, Wooden. wooden. I've got I've got a wooden vote. I have not received an AP. email yet about the final ballot. Does the Associated Press do one? As I well? think the AP does one. I think there might be an Oscar Robertson Award that the foot that the Basketball Writers Association of America votes on. So there are several awards that so we will have some news on that. So his season as as Ryan Creener was talking about earlier, how amazing it's been, uh has a chance to be even uh magnified greater if he's able to capture some of these awards. So we do have more news to pass along here. As we mentioned, it changes hourly here, but the USA Wrestling has announced that the Olympic trials have been postponed. There were, according to Cody Goodwin at the Des Moines Register, 11 wrestlers with Iowa ties that have qualified for the trials. Postponed does not mean canceled, but the Olympic trials that were set to begin the first week of April in Happy Valley have been postponed. That obviously is a good reminder that the Olympic Games this year in Tokyo are still very much up in the air. Is that August? That Olympics are in August? Yes. Yes, and they are in a very tight window, as I understand it, from being able to have to make a call on whether they're going to take place or not. They're going to have to figure out whether the coronavirus is at least under control globally in the next month or so before they can either green light the Olympics or, I guess, postpone. Now, as we mentioned in the past, this that part of losing out on something as an athlete is not unprecedented. We've seen the United States boycott the Olympic Games in Moscow, and we've seen the Russians boycott the Olympic Games in, in Los Angeles in 1984. So uh, I remember... Rita Buck Crockett, the former volleyball coach at the University of Iowa, when I covered volleyball there, she uh, had an opportunity, was denied an opportunity to represent the United States at one of the Olympic Games because the uh, Olympics were boycotted uh, back in, I believe that was the 1980 Olympics, uh, the year that I was born. But uh, that would certainly be yet another blow to a guy like Spencer Lee, mm-hmm. who, again, you're looking at the grand scheme of things, uh, the coronavirus here. I mean, this is really important, trying to slow this global spread here. And there's a lot of collateral damage. And one piece of that is that, barring some crazy unforeseen circumstance, he's most likely going to be denied the ability to chase history and be able to say at the end of his career that he was a four-time national champion. Yeah, but we're in unprecedented territory here Yeah, with this pandemic. And it's kind of like, I don't want to say it's exactly like, because I don't want to be accused of having the worst all-time take in my yeah, life. Yeah, I know. This, uh, the, that falls <laughs> on me. But it reminds me a little bit of 9-11 in that there, we're just, we're in a period of time that's different than we've ever been in before. Yes. And we just don't know how this is going to play out. And the thing with... With that was, 
if I recall correctly, they cancel. It was a Tuesday. I, we discussed this on the air yesterday. It was a Tuesday. Those games on Saturday obviously were postponed. Iowa and Iowa State played in November at the end of the season that year. Major League Baseball returned, I think, a, about a week later. When you, you're a Mets fan. You remember Mike Piazza mm-hmm. and, and the home run and yeah. everything. It's going to be way more than a week or two before we see sports as we know it back in our lives. And that's going to make this all the stranger. I mean, that, and as I said again in my sports view earlier today, uh, sports is kind of what binds us together. It gets us through national tragedies like September 11th. There's no sports to occupy our time here. We can't escape. There's no escape. Friend of the oh, show. This program ain't going to offer it, I guarantee you. <laughs> so remember yesterday when we were discussing whether, like, how the XFL was the last uh, league to cancel all their games to postpone their season? Well, friend of the show, Howard Balzer, Todd, is coming uh, with a story. Just tweeted this a couple of, of minutes ago that the XFL's original plan was to continue playing without fans. But however, according to sources, several players were refusing to play because it had learned that at least one player had tested positive for the coronavirus. And that, that doesn't surprise me. Not at all. If, if it's in the NBA, we've seen some soccer players in Europe yes. that have... It, we're just now, especially with the proliferation of testing here in the United States, where we're st- starting to finally have a decent amount of tests where people can go figure out whether or not they have to be concerned about this. We're going to see, I think, some more big names. Probably, I'm not going to be surprised if we see other athletes, other celebrities, other recognizable figures that learn that they've they've got this. Oh, we will. That that's the that's sort of the certainty at this point. Um, we will see that. And you're uh, a schmuck. What do you? Mean? It's it, as as Max. It's a Scher- common cold, says the guy who calls us schmucks. As Max Scherzer Just the flu. said, um, he goes, "We would have to be." Uh, naive to think that there's not one player in MLB camp right now or in in any of these camps that doesn't have it. Well, naive, unlike toilet paper, naive is in stock in this country. My guess is we're going to hear there are Major League Baseball players that have it, and and I'm not hoping for this, but we're going to hear that there were there are people. Well, there was an official from the Colonial. Colonial Athletic Conference, yep. correct? Who was yes. tested yes. positive? We're going to hear that there were seventy-two mo- hours after the tournament, no symptoms. Yeah, worked the games. Well, we're going to seventy-two hours later tested positive. We'll hear people that are would have been involved in the NCAA tournament, whether it be players, coaches, whatever, that are, test positive for this. I, I, as I mentioned, the Rudy Gobert incident. That night, they were the Jazz were playing in Oklahoma City, mm-hmm. and I went back and I watched the video of the 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 announcer, the uh, public address announcer, saying, announcing, "Hey, folks, we're going to have to cancel the game." And wouldn't you know it, not two feet away is Donovan Mitchell jumping up and down, getting ready to play a basketball game. Later, we find out Donovan Mitchell was another player on the Utah Jazz. Who had the coronavirus. Whose dad works for Rob's New York Mets, which pretty much means some of the Mets are... I have Donovan Mitchell's number in my phone from when he was being recruited here. Do you? Yeah. You have his dad's number? I do not have his dad's number. I watched his dad play in the minors. I remember him. His dad was a pretty good player. Not as successful as a professional athlete as his son is, though. 
Let's take a quick timeout. When we come back, we'll wrap things up here on what's sort of going to be the last regular, and I use regular in air quotes, edition of the Todd Brownell Camp Show with Alex Kuhn. We'll try to let you know what's in store for next week when we have no idea. Back after this. Hey guys, it's time to get ready for outside living again at Vernon Village True Value. Yeah, Jim, they're the only area distributor for the new Weber 24-inch wood pellet smoker, so you can smoke, grill, or sear right in the backyard. Just $999. Right, Hal? And Scott's four-step lawn program is just $64.99 with rebate and covers 5,000 square feet. Hey, want their ad delivered to your phone? Yeah! Just text Vernon Village, all one word, to 71441. Vernon Village True Value, 3501 Mount Vernon Road, Southeast, Cedar Rapids. Look alive, coach. Are you ready for next season? If you're thinking about coaching K-12 school-sponsored athletics in Iowa, add getting your state certification from Kirkwood Continuing Education to your game plan. Kirkwood handles the required instruction and fingerprinting. Kirkwood coaching authorization and recertification classes are going on now in Cedar Rapids and Iowa City. And now you can also take the classes online. Visit kirkwood.edu coaching to get into the game. Individuals and businesses with tax problems. Listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control of your finances? If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank accounts, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problem now by calling the experts at U.S. Tax Shield and take advantage of the Fresh Start program and new laws that may allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. U.S. Tax Shield offers a price protection guaranteed quote to get you protected today. U.S. Tax Shield is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, so call now. 800-687-5192. That's 800-687-5192. U.S. Tax Shield. 800-687-5192. There is, there's horse racing right now. I'm watching my guy, Tim Doyle, on Twitter, watching a race with his son at the aqueduct. So Horses if, can't catch it. If you are desperately in need of sports or placing a sports wager, there is still horse racing at the moment. But everything else, golf, When's NASCAR. When's that scheduled for? It is May, traditionally, right? First week of May? That's probably in jeopardy. It's not, too, well, yeah. if the ma- the Masters fell today, so the Kentucky Derby, I think, is the next big sporting event that, and obviously with the mass of humanity that gathers at Churchill Downs every year for that. I mean, we got to know nationally whether we've got a handle on this or not before that takes place. But Rob, we appreciate it. I think this is it for the big hour. We'll see how it goes. We just play it by ear. Maybe I come in with a guest. I can bring toilet paper. I got a 30-pack of toilet paper today at the urging of my wife. We, last time we were at Costco, I said to my wife, now nah, we're good. This is a couple weeks ago. Now nah, we're good. We don't need to grab it while we're here this time. And Well, I also got let, a case that, of beer today too. let that be a lesson. <laughs> oh, that's, that's a stop on the way home tonight after I leave the studio. Well, if this is it, thank you yeah. for coming up. And, and hopefully we'll be doing this again when football season rolls around. Podcast is available, by the way, at HawkeyeNation.com as well as KGYMRadio.com. We'll talk to you on Monday. Every journey starts with a single step. 
On your retirement journey, make sure your first step is finding Medicare Supplement Insurance with Wellmark Blue Cross and Blue Shield. We want you to find answers to all your questions about Medicare. Go to wellmark.com slash Medicare today and get your free Medicare Matters guide or find a local expert to talk to. Then let the journey begin. Wellmark must reside in the service area of the plan. Walmart Medicare Supplement Insurance plans are not connected with or endorsed by any government agency. When you create some of the world's best windows and doors, you won't let just anyone sell them. You want window and door experts. That's why Marvin Windows and Doors are only sold at local, trusted, independent dealers, not big box stores. Marvin never compromises on quality, offering unparalleled value, energy efficiency, 